It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Monday, May 10th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, flat out the best dentist that there is. He's been my dentist the last 27 years. I trust him implicitly. You will too. All you have to do is give him a call. Hire the best. When it comes to your health, hiring the best is really, really important. And all you have to do to make that happen, give him a call. 317-849-2933. Punch subscribe. Hit like. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. How about the Colts today? They got it done. They signed Eric Fisher, left tackle, formerly with the Kansas City Chiefs, formerly the number one overall pick in the draft in 2013, and a guy who in the AFC Championship game on January 24th against the Bills tore his Achilles tendon. It's been surgically repaired. He's on track with his rehab. That is something that the Colts wanted to find out last Thursday when they did the medical evaluation of Eric Fisher. As a result of that, he has signed to a one-year $9.4 million deal to be that final component of an offensive line where if he's healthy, they're going to be awesome. you got Fisher, you got Nelson, the best guard in the game, Ryan Kelly, one of the best centers in the game, Mark Lewinsky, and Braden Smith, who is a tackle, was rated with exactly the same score by Pro Football Focus as Eric Fisher last year. How about that? They both, they were tied for 16th among all tackles in the NFL. They are going to be opening, opening gaping holes for Jonathan Taylor and for Marlon Mack, Knockwood, and protecting the front side, the back side, all sides of Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has got to be protected. Otherwise, what he does is try to extend plays. And this is where he gets into trouble. And he throws interceptions. And he takes sacks. Instead of just mucking the play, chucking the ball out of bounds, and saying, you know what, second and ten ain't so bad. We'll live to play another day. He tries to make every play work as a positive play for his team. When you think about Carson Wentz, think about Andrew Luck. Very, very similar in that regard. Remember Andrew Luck, who would extend plays forever and then take a tough hit, and all of a sudden he retires at 29, and people wonder why? That's kind of the M.O. for Carson Wentz. This offensive line has got to stand tall and play together and keep Carson Wentz clean 
so that he doesn't need to extend plays. All they have to do is run the ball and throw the ball as planned, like last year with Phillip Rivers. Maybe he can watch a tape and see what Rivers did. Rivers either delivered or he chucked it. You know, delivered to a receiver or out of bounds, and he mucked the play. Good for Phillip Rivers. Wound up being an 11-5 quarterback as a starter for the Indianapolis Colts. Maybe Wentz can have that kind of turnaround this year. Last year with the Eagles, not good. 50 sacks in 12 games. That's a lot of sacks. This year, if Eric Fisher is a starting tackle, starting left tackle, let's say by week five, week six. And and so we've done some research. So this is what we do. This is how we operate, okay? We don't just guess at stuff. What I did was searched and found a, uh, a study authored by the American Orthopedic Foot and Ankle Society. And brother, let me tell you, when these cats throw a party, forget it. Throw out the record books. It's going to go all night long. They throw ragers, the orthopedic foot and ankle people. It's what they do. All right. But what, what they did in 2017 is they authored a study. They studied the 78 NFL players who tore their Achilles between 2010 and 2015 and looked how many guys wound up coming back to play. 26% did not come back from a torn Achilles. But in a lot of cases, those guys were old and they were cycling out of the league anyway. Of those who did come back, it took about nine months to get to where they were on the field again and being productive. And they lost approximately 22% of their power rating. Now, I don't know what their power rating is, but 22%, you know what? Eric Fisher, minus 22% of whatever he had. He's 6'7". He's like, what, 320, 330 pounds. 22%. I'll take Eric Fisher, minus 22%, if he can be on the field in nine months. And that was the average time to get back on the field, nine months. So he suffered that injury January 24th. Nine months from then is October 24th. So right around the bye week, week seven is is the bye week of 17 games. So he projects to play 11, 12, maybe 13 games if he gets a little bit ahead of schedule. If the procedures and the rehab protocols for a torn Achilles, a surgically repaired Achilles, have advanced a little bit, He can get back on the field maybe a little bit earlier. If he can play 12, 13 games, that would be a hell of an upgrade for the Colts over what they've currently got with Davenport and with Tevy. And and it gets Chris Ballard off the hook for a draft where they had a gaping hole at left tackle but didn't solve that problem. You know, you had three tackles at the top of the draft with Panay Sewell and Rashawn Slater and Elijah Vera Tucker. And then you had kind of a drop-off. And the Colts weren't comfortable with any of the other guys, or they would have traded back from 21, tried to go get somebody else, uh, another edge guy, 26, 27, 28, package the bounty that they got for trading back with that 54th overall pick, and you go get a guy like Walker Little, right? The Stanford guy who's got all the physical attributes of a starting left tackle, but none of the experience. He's played one game since 2018. So what the Colts decided to do, they didn't like any of those scenarios. They stuck at 21, they took Pay, and then they stuck at 54, and they took Hurricane Dio. And now they have solved, at least temporarily, their left tackle problem with Eric Fisher. Again, one year, $9.4 million, slots him about halfway back among left tackles. 
Now, next year, things get a little bit challenging because Quentin Nelson, Braden Smith, they're going to be paid more money. Some money comes off of Ryan Kelly's deal. They structured it so this upcoming year in 2022, he doesn't count against the cap nearly as much as he does this coming year. So maybe you can moogie-foogie with things a little bit. Glowinski is going to cycle out as a free agent or sign an extension. We'll see what happens. I think he cycles out and you plug and play another guy. And maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're waiting for Danny Pitter to take over at right guard. We're going to find out. But Chris Ballard off the hook for uh, not solving that. You know, Rick Venturi told me this uh, about Frank Cush. Frank Cush, of course, the first head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. When they moved to Indy, Frank Cush was a head coach. And, and Frank was kind of a crusty guy and kind of a nut. But he said, and, and Rick quotes him all the time, and it's such a smart quote. Um, you know what? Sometimes all you need to solve a crisis is a good night's sleep, which means don't hustle into a solution. The Colts do not hustle into a solution. They don't, like, the free agency bell rings, and, and they don't go hysterical. They don't go crazy. They are prudent. They are, in some respects, plotting in the way they do this. But they generally seem to find a result that works. And, and I think they've done that here. Now, for a few weeks, in all likelihood, unless Fisher really rehabs well and has no further complications and off we go with the opener, you're going to have Sam Tevy or Julian Davenport as your starting left tackle. That might be a problem. And they're not, if, they've, if they project Fisher to be the left tackle, they're not going to slide Quentin out to, out to left tackle from left guard and cause further mayhem with that offensive line. They'll just wait for Fisher. But it's going to be fascinating to see how this plays out, and it has been fascinating. I like to watch Chris Ballard work, and even though we need, we are always cognizant of what we see, right? Not what we project, but what we see. Chris Ballard almost always gets it right in the end. But getting there, the way they make the sausage on West 56th Street bothers us a little bit because we don't know that there's a plan. We didn't know that Eric Fisher was the plan. We had no idea. We thought, hey, you know what? How about this Walker little guy? How about Clarin- er, Christian Derisaw? He seems like a nice fella, a good, competent left tackle, a little bit mean-spirited. Isn't that nice? Let's get that guy. They had a plan. They executed the plan. It looks like the plan, at least on paper, is going to work quite nicely for the Indianapolis Colts. So you look at the offseason, and what did the Colts do? They needed a quarterback. They got Carson Wentz, former number two overall draft pick. What was that, 2016? They needed a left tackle. They went out and got the number one pick from 2013. They needed a wide receiver. They re-signed T.Y. Hilton. They needed a cornerback or a few cornerbacks. They re-signed the guys like Xavier Rhodes and Kerry who were here last year and are going to be back another year. They figured it out. And they've got a defensive tackle coming in, a guy from the Dallas Cowboys to visit, Antoine Woods. He's not a world beater, but he might be a slight upgrade over one of the backups at defensive tackle for DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart. They just keep grinding over there, and they keep figuring it out, and they keep putting pen to paper 
and finding guys who are going to be able to help them win football games in 2021. It's really interesting to me. It hadn't been easy for Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard took that job thinking that he had his franchise quarterback for the next 10 years. And all of a sudden, poof, bye-bye, Andrew. And he's gone. Now what do you do? Okay, Jacoby Brissett? You gave it a shot. It didn't work. Phillip Rivers was a great kind of a tourniquet for 2020. And now you've got Carson Wentz, who at age 28 might have six, eight good years left in his arm and in his legs. You go out and get a left tackle who's 30, right? Has the torn Achilles, but evidently it projects to be healing on time and on target. So good. Interesting. I I think 2021's got a chance to be a hell of a year for the Indianapolis Colts. Things keep happening. Good things keep happening. Not on our schedule, but on Chris Ballard's schedule, and that's the way it ought to be. Uh, Pacers tonight in Cleveland. The Cavs flat out suck. They're terrible. They're a bad basketball team. They've lost their last 10 and each of their last six by at least 16 points. And the 16-point win over the Sun or loss to the Suns, you know what? All those points, that entire difference was accounted for in overtime when the Cavs were outscored 20-4. to How about that? That's a team that played pretty well for 48 minutes and then for five minutes, absolutely atrocious. That's what the Cavs do. Pacers, if they win tonight, they all but lock up a spot in the play-in deal. And and that's really, I guess, not a bad result. You've got Brogdon still out and Lamb still out. And you've had T.J. Warren out for a significant portion of the season. You've had Miles Turner out for a long time. Nate Bjorkren, a brand-new coach, first-time NBA coach, dealing with COVID protocols and whatnot. This has been a ridiculous season for the Pacers. Uh, Man, there is, even if they make the pay, there's no buzz about the Pacers, and it makes me sad. A loss tonight would be horrifying. Just a quick mention of Bob Baffert, whose horse uh, tested dirty after winning the Derby. Is he the worst person in sports? I think he might be the worst person in sports. The uh, football schedule for Indiana University has been released. They begin the season at Iowa. Then they've got home games against Idaho and Cincinnati on September 11th and September 18th. They travel then to Western Kentucky and Penn State before coming back home to play against Michigan State and Ohio State. They go on the road to play Maryland and Michigan. Then they're at home for another two. They play them in in, uh, twos, all twos. Uh, They play Rutgers and Minnesota in mid-November, and then the bucket game to finish the regular season, and that is at West Lafayette. I I don't know, like it used to be very easy to predict what Indiana was going to do. You could look at the schedule and say five and six, or or later on when they added the 12th game, five and seven, you know, six and six, four and eight. You you knew that they were going to start quick against non-conference teams, and then maybe they're going to win two Big Ten games. You knew that. Now, I don't know what to think. I don't know what this program is anymore. Because they keep, I mean, two years in a row, they've played Bulls in Florida. I don't know what to think about all this. I don't know how to project what they're going to be and how they're going to do it. I don't know what, can Michael Penix stay healthy? We don't know. This is going to be a, a, a mystery season where I go down for at least, I'm going to, I'm going to, the over-under on me going down for games, two, 
and two tailgates. So uh, four games total, two I'll actually go in the stadium because Indiana's better. So it's not just tailgate city uh, for me and my friends, none of whom I'll mention by name or uh, they'd get crusty with me. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. We're all over Eric Fisher. This tremendous news for the Colts. We'll talk about Indiana football. We'll talk about what, God help us all, Pacers, they, you've got to have a win tonight. We'll talk about that in the morning. I can't wait to talk to you. 6 o'clock on Facebook Live, and then immediately thereafter on YouTube. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.